0: Okay, let's begin the of the parashat's Devarim. let's quickly make a summary. So number one, the beginning of the parashat, Moshe is going to make a a review of a lot of the mitzvahs and things that went on in the Midbar. He's going to give them musr, first biramizah, he hints it to them, and then when it comes to the miraglim, he gets very, very in detail. The Paislik then says that Moshe began to explain the Torah in all 70 languages. Mm Bosh then goes through the departure from Sinai, and then he says that Klai Yisrael was so many and they had so many Shilas it was too much of a responsibility for one dion. so he split up the job to Sari Elef and Sari Meyois and Sari Asorah and then he speaks about the terrible sin of the Meraglim, and how Klai started complaining that Besinaz Hashem God hated us! That's why he took us out of Mitzrayim we'll talk about that soon and he tells them how, how much good they had in the Midbar how much broke they had in the Midbar how could you say that it was bad and he then says there's only two people from the entire generation from the, the uh, 20 to 60 that are going to survive, Yeshua and Kalev. They're going to go in. Then speaks about 19 years they spent in Kodosh 19 years around Harseir, totaling 38. Pretty much that was most of their stay in the Midwars in one place. You know, we think they traveled, they traveled, they traveled, they traveled. Pretty much 38 years it was split in just two places. And then the rest, you know, the first year and the last year, they traveled a lot. Okay. When they come to Amin and Mo'ev, Hashem says don't start up with them because Hashem left their lands to them for Yerusha. When it comes to them, Zichai, Hashem says go out there and start, a, start <laughs> instigating with them to get a war with them. And Moshe Benu Taka offers them Shalom, which they say no. Hashem was Maksha Leboy. Moshe Benu kept the sun standing. He was one of the four people in the world that had the sun uh, not going forward. I say not going forward because three kept it standing. One made it go backwards. And uh, he goes and he wipes out Zikoin. Men, women, children, everything. He wipes out the entire Sihayim and the only thing he keeps is the loot and the animals and uh, just FYI, you know how big Sihayim was. The says that if the entire lands of Sihayim that they conquered would have been filled with flies instead of people, no nation in the world could have conquered them. If instead of them being warriors and people, they would have just been flies... There were so many of them that no other nation in the world could have conquered them. And comes along Glai, so wipes them to the floor. And this is why it was such a pachad for everybody else. They were dead scared once he conquered Sichai and they were terrified. The only one that came out to wage war with them afterwards was just the giant, Okay, comes out. Moshe a little worried because Ahimelech had a schuss that he did, that uh, he told Avram Avinu that Light was being captured. And uh, Hashem says, don't be worried about him. And then the passage describes how big he was. How big was he? Well, his bed was nine amos long. It's about 18 feet. And four amos wide. That's about eight feet wide. Okay, eight feet wide, no, no. But uh, nine amos long. But you know something? It wasn't his bed. It was his heiress, It was his crib. His crib... <laughs> was nine amas long by four amas wide. About, about a 15, by, 15 feet by 10 feet was his crib, his heiress, his crib. So that's just a, a way to imagine what he was like. And finally, at the end of the parasha, you have Manasseh, Ruven, God, um, and, and their borders that they were taking over and what's considered their land. Let's move on. Okay, so what is Mishnah Torah? What is Mishnah Beautiful Svasemes. Svasemes says, Mishnah Torah is like your Tvilin Shalyad. <laughs> Tvilin Shalyad has all four parashires of Tvilin in one. Mishnah Taira brings forth everything we learned in Barashash Mois Vayikra and Ban Midbar, compacted into one Sefer. And it's very close to heart. Because Moshe Rabbeinu digs in and he screams at us and he gives us musr. So that's where we have Twil and Shalyad is tilted a little bit towards our heart and it goes into our heart. But there's a tremendous sagula. The Tril and Shalyad, when it's taka close to the heart and you drive in the message of the heart. First it says, And through that, then the four other swari embrace by Bamidbar they'll go into your moyach. It's very hard to get to the moyach. It's very hard to get to this very lofty area. A Yiddish cup. You have a Yiddish cup. Yeah. That's Pollock's book. So you have a Yiddish cup. That's very, very of. But when you have Moshe Rabbeinu's words in this week's Barash of Tzalun going into your heart, then you can eventually get to the cup as well. Okay. Um, the Ramban says that you won't find in this Sefer, you know, it's pretty much a lot of uh, just, you know, reviewing of things, bringing out certain detailed mitzvahs. There's a few, a handful of mitzvahs that were never yet discussed, but there's something that is absolutely missing from Sefer Tavarim. Now, Bleepa, this bud's for you. No, know it's missing from Sefer Tavarim? And Benny. There's not a single mitzvah of kaihanim in sefer dvarim. <coughs> you know why? Because kaihanim don't need to be reminded. Kaihanim don't need encouragement. Kaihanim as reason. The first time they were already told their is and sefer vayikra, whatever it is, done. The rest of the class will need a little punch in the arm here and there. But oh, Kayarma, good to go. And there's not a single mention of any of the misses of Kahuna in the entire Sefer Dvarim. Okay. Eile Advarim. You guys can open up the Kumash, and will help you. Eile! Eile's Gematria 36. This took place 36 days before Moish Rabbin dies. Moshe Rabine is dying on Zion Adar. This takes place on Rosh Chodesh. Shvat. Now there is a medrash <laughs> that the Chidah brings down that this actually took place three days into the avelus of Aaron. After three days of avelus for Aaron. So that would be, that means this Shabbos, when we read Elah that's the day of Elah HaDvaren. Aaron was nifter yesterday. Aaron was nifter on Rishcho Yidesh Av. Three days in is Shabbos. That's a ladvarin. It says these are the words that Moshe Beni spoke to call Yisrael. Why all of Klai Yisrael? Normally it's uh, the Yisrael. Why all of Klai Yisrael? Rashi says since it's Musr? you don't want anybody to say, Oh, if I would have been there, I would have told Moshe this." How come you? Right? Hey? So he gathered everyone together. Beautiful. The Gemara in Maseches Ma'akev, and that we just made a see him on Daf says that during a famous we know teach above you're not allowed to learn Torah. During Aveilus, you're not allowed to learn Torah. During velus, you know... But we just said that this took place three days into the Aveilus of Aaron. Moisha, I think, was Aaron's brother. It's often a choice, no? So Moshe Rabbeinu was Aaron's brother. He's in the middle of Aveilus. And he's saying Tyra on the third day of Aveilus. That's what the Gemara says. him Tzrichimloin. If Klai Yisrael as a whole need your Tyra. You could go on and give Shia, we just had that. By that Diryatai event, Rav, who was it? Tzvi Bergman. No, Zvi Bergman. He came in, he was sitting in And he came in and he spoke to Vitaira in A It was middle the middle of Shiva. And he came to that Dira event because Rabin Zvi. that was a psak. Rabin Zweikanloi, we need you. We need your words. And drives home with such a message when somebody should be sitting at home doing nothing about And Instead he goes out there and he teaches 30 clouds all. Wow! What a message. That was the story with Moshe Rabbein over here. That's why he's called Yisrael. He gathered everyone, because since it was doing Avelis, it had to be something that everybody's going to hear. So it should be, Rabim Tzrichim Loi. Lephim said we have two different medrashim. One medrashim says that this took place 36 days before Moshe dies. That's not a medrash, that's the Pasek Gimel. It says, in the 11th month, on the first day of the month, Diber Moshe. So then, what took place in Av? That's seven months, right? You have Av, the fourth day of Av. So you have Av, Elul, Tishrei, Cheshvin, Kislev, Tevez, Shvat. Seven months. Okay, it's the beginning of Shvat. So six months difference. Perhaps, 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 you could say, the description that by Hibar Boim Shana, that it took place in Shvat, is Pasuk Gimel. But there's a lot going on in Pasuk Aleph says, Perhaps you could say that for six months, Moshe Abdelhu was speaking Musr Beramiza in hints, like Rashi says, indirectly. But then, when it was finally, summer, like Rashi says later on, that he was doing this right before he died, the direct Musr, the Sharf of was right before he died. So there's two different phases that are taking place. Moshe Abedin gave Klai so musser by hinting the musser to them. That was the first part. That was Taka from Aaron from Akkai's death. And on. And then finally, when it was one month before Moshe Abedin's death, then he starts digging in direct from Musser. Got it? Raji says the reason why a person gives musser right before he dies. Why? A whole bunch of reasons. There's four reasons. One of the reasons is Yaakov was worried to give musser to Reuven. So he waited before his death to give his musr to Ruvayn. You lost it, Ruvain. Why did he give it now before his death? A bunch of reasons. One of the reasons is because you shouldn't give the musr more than once. It's not kishmak. Even though the successor says you're supposed to give musr as often as needed, but you don't want to. And if you're able to delay it, it's best to delay it so you could give it once, a real good shot in the arm, and that's enough. So before a person's death, ooh, the musr goes in then, and you won't have to give the musr ever again. You won't be around to give the musr ever again. But there's a second point also, Zagraji. Good people know when they're dying. A month (laughs) before they know they're dying. So it says, tzaddik and they know a month before. You heard of a person by the name of Mr. Jeffrey Zell? His wife told my wife during Shiva. That for the past month she felt she was talking to a ghost. He was he was not he was not sick, he was perfectly healthy. He died in his sleep. He had a heart attack in his sleep one night, on Friday night on Shabbos, and boom, gone. I saw him that Friday. I told him I get a ma'atzot for Zahava becoming a kala. I saw him on Friday in front of ShopSmart right near his office, and and, and that night he was nifter, an and and. Uh, His wife told my wife for the past month he just wasn't here. He just wasn't here. So people know good people know before he was a good person. Good people know before they before they die. Okay, that's why Yaakovinu Yes Tashem to make him sick. He said he should know. Okay. Another reason, by the way, to give blister before your death and not earlier is so that the person shouldn't be ashamed. And that's why it says that Yaakov is concerned that Reuven would run away and join Esav. What? Reuven would run away and join Esav? Well, is there a hava minah mitasoy shlema? Wow. children were all tzadikim, shif And Yaakov is worried he's going to join Esav. The Mashkirch has says a beautiful part. He says, "Asay Esav, without all our midrashim, and how Chazal dig under of skin, he was a good guy. He was okay. You read the Pesukim, he did keep it aim. You know? He came in, Oyef Minasada, ooh, Chazal dig in. He was exhausted from Raya, Arias, like the Zoro, Shri, his from Baker, this, that. It's all Majrashim. On the surface, he's was a good guy. Says the mashkiach in the yeshiva. There are some people, they can't take that beneath the skin grind. What was your motive? What was the midah behind that? Hey, leave me alone! Why am I coming to the papar here? I came to the papar here, be happy! Oh, because to see him and he was me, there were two times (laughs) shir, come on, be happy, I came to the sheer. You can start digging in, you make a drush over here. The, the papyrus here tonight was a gross oil. Gross from the stomach. Oh man, what are you doing? That was Yaakov's approach. That was Yitzchak. So if Yitzchak wasn't din, he would dig in. And that was the void that Aziv couldn't handle it. Aizem, I'm not interested in it. Beneath the surface, he was rotten. And yet, that was so Yaakov was worried. Yaakov was worried Ruven would take this other approach. He wouldn't become an apicotheist and Khazis was. But he would take this approach of leave me alone with all the, the beneath-the-skin Musser. I'm a Tzad, come on, look at me, I'm Ruving, you know? <laughs> leave me alone! I'm doing the Daph Yomi, I daven three times a day, put on two in, keep kosher, I'm a good guy, leave me alone! <laughs> that was his concern, that he, he would drop the Mahalik of Musser of driving it in. Okay. Kedush Levi, I said this, said this before, once pshat, that until now it was all Baramiza, and now Moshavim is going to go with the miraculous, and then boom! Straight into the hearts. Dr. Kedush Levi, after 40 years of the Midmar, soul became the Dardeya, the generation that died out, was called Hadar Hara. And the Moshavim says, they were really bad guys. But this generation, the younger kids, they're called the Dardeya. They elevated themselves to such an extent they could hear direct, Musur. they could take it. They could take it. You know, there's a safe for Musser, from my wife Zayda, Rabbi Rochim, But they made a big set. So, so the Zayda said that Rabbi Srol Solanter was Musr. shot straight into the bones. Musser, the altar and Kelm, wasn't on such a much way, shoo. And ich. Rabbi Birochim said, I can't even do chakhma musr. das! <laughs> you you know. You can, you can get something out of it. is to get direct musr, you need to be on a big madrigger, to give it and to get it. And now the madriggers are the of Klai so Now they're really able to hear it directly. The Hamic Dover says, all of these places mentioned over the in the first pasuk, Moshe Rabbeinu gathered Klai Yisrael together in all these places to give them musr. That's a leave it the pshat. He's not going with Rashi. A leave the pshat. Eliyahu haMashiach will call Israel in all these places. He gave them Musr. and now he made a whole big to-do out of it. All of Klai Israel and direct Musr with the Miragla. Let's go weiter. Okay, Be'er Moshe, pause. Moshe Bin went. And he starts explaining the Torah, <laughs> Rashi says in 70 languages. Frag the why do you need the Torah in 70 languages? You know any Indians learning Torah? Show me one Chinese guy that's learning mugs and Madalas. What are you there for? Listen to the Svasemis. He says, The words of Torah are so Kadash that getting your mouth to the word. You, Word the words of Tyra <laughs> the words of Tyra give life energy. Even a dead guy when you say over his tyra, the tyra is so energizing that it gets back to his mouth and the dead person's mouth starts moving in the grave <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah right this' what it means Zog emes the Abisth wants to be Makadish the mouths of the entire world. Human beings, the whole thing, the whole elevated status of a human being is Ruachma Malala. Goyim also are Ruachma Malala. They messed up, they didn't take the Torah like we did. But they're also Ruachma Malala. Say, so how's the Abistha gonna make their mouths Kaddish? By translating the Torah into 70 languages. Now, Zak Fasemes. Most of Torah, and t- most of Tyra's stories, R- R- Ruba shall Torah is the stories. He says because that's what the Goyim are going to say. Like the Ramban says in the beginning of Ereshis, the Rashi is why don't we start the Torah with the mitzvahs? No, we start with Ragesh for the Goyim because Torah Shabbaksav. is for them. It's for us also. But Torah Shabbaksav is for the Goyim. The entire world speaks about the stories. They don't speak about the stories in Lash and Kiddush. They wouldn't have access to it. They speak that So oh, there was a flood, there was a guy named Moses, <laughs> Abraham, Jacob. Huh? And when they speak the stories of Torah in their language, their mouths become Kaddish through it. the came to of course, the in Kaidesh, when a Yid says over the words of Torah. The tremendous Kedusha that comes upon Yid's mouth. But he says, that's Pshat that it was uh, translated into 70 languages so that there could be a Kedusha so that all the Goyim could say over the stories of Torah. Okay. Pazek Yud Aleph. So Pazik Tes, Yud, Yud Aleph, Moshe it sounds like he's complaining. The Balkhariah is going to say, Echaz Olevadi. Now the truth is, if you read this Pshukim, Echaz Olevadi wasn't really a bad thing. Pasek says, I said to you saying, says, I can't carry you alone. Says, That Hashem lifted you guys all up so much, that you are unblameable. Hashem took the blame of any wrongdoings you did and put it on the Dion. And since I'm the only Dion, I'm a big trouble. I can't carry the burden alone. And therefore, we have to split it up amongst other daiyon. So in some way, that was a compliment to Gleishov. They're so huge in numbers, I can't handle you alone. Rashi says, even if they would pay me, I wouldn't be able to do it. Which, vice money is a very powerful drive. It works. (laughs) It works. It was a chiddush that Moshe said, even if I would get paid, I wouldn't be able to do it. That's a chiddush. Then it says, Hashem increased you. You're tremendous. I can't handle it. Next. Hashem should increase you. That's what's pshat. Uh, who says it's pshat? Uh, I forgot it says pshat. When it says, I said to you saying. lamor always means to say to other people. What's the Lamor over here? I don't remember who I saw this from. But he says, lamor says, is A is a... A Zasar should be constantly said over in Kaisal. For all the generations. There should be thousands and millions, ten times more, a thousand times more than what you have now. A headache that I have so many people to judge, that I have so many people coming to me with Shilas and Tyra, that I have so many people asking me what to do, what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, it's a shtickle headache. And so should be set over for all the generations More and more of such headaches Oh yeah, I, love, I get so many shyless Baruch Hashem I don't get so many shyless How am I, right? goes, Baruch Hashem What a great headache That's the Lamar What were the different things? Rashi says when he came to the entire Just were about to give a psaac The guy says Wait one second! I have another ayah. I just realized that more them. <laughs> oh gosh, we got to start over the dentira. That's the tirka masachem. You're burning. What was the masachem? Uh, I'm sorry. Oh masachem. Rashi says with because anytime Moshe Rabbeinu left his tent, if he left his tent early, so ooh, it must be he doesn't have Shalom Bani. His wife kicked him out. <laughs> and if Moshe Benut left his tent late they say oh he was probably planning things against us Jews now I have a Shiloh why is that called Masachem your burden your burden was too much Moshe Benut's taina wasn't that you guys are terrible again Moshe Benut's taina was I can't handle that pressure of always knowing that people are always going to try to be reading it to me what are people saying, what are people thinking you know, as a rabbi, i got to come to chakras on time What are people going to say if I come in five minutes late? That's not good That's a masa For Moshe Rabbeinu knowing That Klai's was analyzing his every move And very often perhaps Not with good things to say That was a masa A tremendous, tremendous burden On Moshe Rabbeinu's head Public opinion Okay, what well, was the Rivka and the Klai's saying Saying Lashon hara on each other And saying Lashon on, on Hashem They were complaining so he goes and he points all the different Um The only two mitzvahs in this week's parish is patsigud zayin Don't recognize any faces in judgment. this saguru and don't be scared of anish. I think I said over last week or two weeks ago from uh, from Rav Waxman. He said that when he was about bar he I said this. He was about mitzvah, His grandfather asked him, "Nu, how does it feel? you becoming a man." He said, "I'm terrified. I'm scared." He said, "Loisaguru mepneish. Don't be scared of becoming a man. <laughs> Tack, it's a big responsibility, but don't be scared. But these two mitzvahs, very interesting. What the pshat and the mitzvah? means when you're appointing someone as a judge, as a dayan, or anyone for a public a position in Klal Yisrael, No flattery, not for money, not for cover, not for anything." You have to make sure that this person is a tamu <laughs> a tzaddik, midais, taivais, a whole list of things. The sefer says when you give somebody appointment, but you can't go use hakaras him, flattery, connections, political things, power, money. Don't do that when you appoint someone. Lois saguru—the lois I say of lois saguru—is that a dayan may not be scared of a tough guy in his court case. He's got this really tough guy. I don't I don't want to judge this case. Oh my gosh, you were here yesterday. I was doing that in the same I don't want to judge this case. The other guy, you know, his name is Joe. Uh, I don't know what, <laughs> and he's got, uh, he's got a track record that whoever he meets in court, he doesn't meet them ever again in their lives. You know, <laughs> I, I don't want to meet him in court. That's Saguru mipneish. Now there's halakhs about this, and there's a moir to get of The medrash says over here that it's out of order. The medrash says, don't be scared of him killing you. Don't be scared of his killing your family. Don't be scared of him tearing down your trees or stealing your money. I mean, if I'm not scared of him killing me, I'm not really scared of my tree, you know. <laughs> it's a little out of order. The Torah is telling you, why are we saying not to be scared? Don't be scared because it might happen to you, but just don't be scared. Take, take the bullet. Is that in the buzzer? Or don't be scared because it won't happen. Hashem will protect the diet. You're a public servant. Hashem's going to protect you. Mamele Kamenetsky, don't be scared of them killing you. Hashem's not going to let it happen. And even a lesser thing, Hashem won't let happen. And even a lesser thing, Hashem will happen. happen. And even a, you're not going to be affected badly through judging a case properly. You have nothing to be scared of. That's one pshat. He says the second pshat is we learn from this halacha that only when the court case started and you already see where things are going and you're gonna to have to say chayiv on mr joe who knows what that's when it's also to back out but if initially you learn about the court case and you hear that joe's in the court case you're allowed to say oh, i have a dead disappointment that day you know you're allowed to, you're allowed to back out on that the passage is saying in the miut, it's a bigger chiddish not only could you back out early enough out of fear of death even fear for your family, and even fear for your trees, and even fear for your money, you're allowed to back out when it's early. Okay. Later. Pasach of Zion. There's a lot to say on this one. (laughs) 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 Klai (laughs) Yisrael (laughs) says, HaShem hates us. That's why he took us out of Mitzrayim. Now, we understand when Klaiso was in the Midbar and they didn't have water, they complained. When Klaiso was in the Midbar and they didn't have uh, meat, okay? Yeah, 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 different things that they could complain and say, Hashem hates us. You know, but to say Hashem hates us and that's why he took us out of Mitzrayim? He took us out of Mitzrayim to let us be free. Now in the Midbar maybe he hates us and he, but he took us out of Mitzrayim to die? That's what they were saying. "Hashem is a he took us out of Mitzrayim to punish us and kill us in the Midbar. Where do we get to Javabina? Zog de you know No, we got the Avamina. Klai Yisrael felt we sinned so much in Mitzrayim. Nemteshayatumah. We did Avay Zara. Oh, Hashem's taking us out of Mitzrayim to really give it to us. He doesn't want the Mitzrayim to see, so he's doing it in the Midbar. But they had this guilt complex for the Avay de Zorah that they did. In the midbar. <laughs> and that's what he said, B'sinna. And we know Rashi says, the hearts are Kemayim, Padam Lapanim, what's in your heart is on his art. Klaizel accused Hashem of hating them because they had a distaste themselves. <laughs> this is where Sinaskhinam started from. This was the root of Sinaskhinam. <laughs> Having a distaste for Hashem. That was unwarranted. Hashem took you out of Mitzrayim to be mate to you, to bring the gaula. like my shabeta <inaudible> goes through the mud and the clouds and the water and your clothing and everything, like hazar dem davar, nothing, money and wealth and everything. And you think it was besinah? Zog the Sepharna, beautiful. What's takipshav? Why did Klizol think that it was besinah? How can they? are getting all these blessings in the midbar, terraces. A person can think maybe Hashem, like it says, tzadikah right? But a rasha, Hashem pays him in this world. Why does a rasha have a good in this world? Because Hashem hates him. Hashem doesn't want him to make it into the next world. So Hashem gives him reward for whatever he did right over here to get rid of him. So Kleistel experiencing all these needs in the midbar. And Hashem still hates us. And he's, you know, he's copying around, he's stuffing us with, you know, you know, like cannibal stuff to people here. You know, good meat, you know. Stuff him! Stuff him with some good stuff here to pay them up for whatever. Good. Lishamdamade. <laughs> <laughs> Shem is doing this to destroy us. So how do you know that's not true? Some sifri musts say you have to be concerned about that. Person sees he's having tremendous success. Mishnah Pikayava says, Al <clears> Tushman Arab Peronius. Don't think that punishment is beyond you. So uh, how do you know where to hold? There's an unbelievable um, khuma that says in Parshas lech that there was a of Avram Avinu when Avraham said you know I just killed I was successful in the war and this and that maybe Hashem paid me up already for all, my, for all my mitzvahs. And Hashem said bring a karbon You need a kapara for thinking that way. You're minimizing Hashem's kindness to think I could pay you up for all your mitzvahs by winning a couple of wars. You think that you think that's what I pay? I pay good money for Adaf me. You think I just pay cheap? Are you crazy? So how do you know the difference? Because it says, If Hashem wanted you dead, He would have left you into the hands of nature of the Midbar. Bring you out to the Midbar, give you all these wonderful things, and then let you die from the Nechashim, from that Akrabim. That was the nature. But the fact that you had a shkacha... You're right, sometimes you got punished. My <laughs> gayfa, and then the in that came. But that was also like a derecha When you see Hashem is acting with you by shkacha you know God's with you. Sefer Yasha says, you want to know if God likes you or not? Rabbeinu Tam. How do you know if Hashem likes you? I like you, God. Do you like me? How do you know? Sefer Yoshe, Tam. When you're on your way to doing something right, you keep on having problems. But when you're on your way to doing something wrong, perfect green light parking spot, everything works out perfect, you know. First try. See, Hashem doesn't like you. He's not interested in you. When you're trying to do a mitzvah, it's hard. When you try trying to do a veyra, it's smooth. It means Hashem's not happy with you. You could change. You could get Hashem to be happy with you. It means Hashem's not really happy with you. But when you're on your way to do a mitzvah, and everything goes smooth. There's no traffic. And You get right in. You get a good spot in the shul, You can hear every word. Whatever it is, and when you try to do something wrong, they're bumped. Ah, oh, Shem loves you. Okay, so you Shem loves you. Shem is trying to help you. When you are to do the right thing, he's helping you. When you look to do the wrong thing, he's trying to keep you out. That's a sign that you can know that a Kaddish Baruch loves you, or if not, it's over time. There's so much more to say. I have to say one, one, one quick word. a uh, from the Bi'ahes Beres, the stipler. It says that they went Yomim uh, Rabbim. They were in Kostanaya and Yom Ram So he says the Gematria, <coughs> the many days that they spent by Haseir was 19 years, the exact Gematria of the words. There's a lot more to share, but no time to share. Go ahead.